Welcome to Aegis Comics of Alaska's podcast. This is where we let Alaskans know what to put in their box at Alaska's Comic Shop, located in downtown Wasilla, behind Chimo Guns, and directly above Game Theory at 500 East Swanson Avenue. You can find out more about Alaska's Comic Book Shop at www.aegiscomicsalaska.com, and you can follow us on social media at Aegis Comics Alaska. Let's get it started. Hey guys, it is Lou here at Aegis Comics of Alaska, Alaska's comic book shop, and this is going to be episode eight of the podcast, and I've got my co-host here, Eric. Hey guys. <laughs> so we are going to uh, get caught up on the craziness. Uh, this was our first week of, uh, of new books. And I'm, like everybody else, I'm very thankful. I'll tell you what, I've been missing it. You wouldn't believe how much it means to get books back in. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it was interesting to see uh, Diamond attempting to replenish the supplies. It was kind of a cluster back there, um, it, it, truth be told. Truth be told, you're right. It was a little bit, but, yeah. uh, you know, muddled through it. I think it's going to be a little bit of, uh, you know, growing pains as we all try to get back into the swing of things. You know, Marvel coming in next week, you know, that's going to add a significant influx to the number of issues we're getting in. Yeah, the uh, uh, I've noticed... Uh, when you're unpacking back there, and then we're checking between inventory and whatnot, and uh, that stuff's not—it's not matching up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Who is running that warehouse? They're just throwing things into the boxes there. Because we ended up with some uh, with some items that uh, uh, I didn't see on the inventory, and then right. there was other items that showed up uh, that should have been here uh, two months ago. And we get that that you know they they are playing catch up. Uh, this week will be from the Marvel side of the house. It's very limited, actually. It's going to be like uh, that new Avengers uh, twenty. Is it twenty three or thirty three? It's the. It's essentially uh, the Moon Knight saga. Uh, the cover is Moon Knight uh, with uh, the statue of Khonshu on the cover, and that's the. That's how you know that's that new Avengers title. And then you have uh, Doctor Afra. Yeah, the Star Wars. Yep. And to be quite honest, I can't remember the other. One. There's not that many actually, but still, it's the uh, it's limited. But it's gonna it's gonna get everybody's feet wet as to you know what we have coming and not flood the market because I know that the biggest thing they were trying to do was make sure that they didn't like bankrupt us by sending us all those book at once. Yeah. Because it, the customers. And, you know, we have customers here that are blessed financially, and we have other customers that are just like anybody else, you know, struggling, and they come here because it's their getaway, right? And it wouldn't be fair to have, you know, 50 books waiting in their pull box for them. It's just not, it's not, it's not doable. Well, that would definitely be a big hit, and I'm glad that, you know, at least Diamond and Marvel are thinking about that to some extent, because I couldn't imagine coming in if they shipped every back issue that they had all in the first week that they've, you know, went, go back to shipping and you walk in, it's like, Hey, you got $200 uh, bill going into your pull box right now. Right. That would be pretty significant. So, so what book are you looking forward to right now? Well, honestly, right now I, I'm more of that, uh, you know, the indie, the IDW guy. Um, I know red mother is supposed to be coming out again, you know, continuing this week. So I'm looking forward to that one. I think that, uh, I found myself changing over the years, you know, collecting since the eight, late eighties, 
Um, yeah, I was initially the DC Marvel fanboy. You know, I right, jumped right. on the bandwagon because where it all started. You know, ten year olds, what are they going to pass around superheroes, right? Right. But uh, you know, as I got older, I found that stories mattered more. You know, I, the, the hero journey was great, but I really wanted to get into more broad stories. It seemed like the X Men, although Hickman's been doing a great job, I gotta say. Right. Um, but it seemed like the stories got recycled over time. And, you know, I went more leaning, started leaning more towards DC. And then, you know, I started seeing some of the, you know, IDWs and Boom and Dynamite and Valiant when they were doing their things in the 90s. And, yeah, I found my taste changing a little bit like it would for any collector. You know, there are those collectors that go out there for the art and then there's collectors who go for the stories. So the market satisfies everybody. Right. But I tell you what, uh, on a separate note. I feel a little bit like uh, Superman coming out, you know, after the death of Superman. You know, that guy's got the long hair. He's been in isolation for, for weeks and months. He's a little grumpy. You know, I'll tell you what, the first thing I want to do is I want to go get a haircut right now, you know. I think the mullet's coming back, Lou, I'm telling you. <laughs> the mullet's coming back. I, I, you know, this is the valley. That It was kind of the norm anyway. No. It seems like it's spreading its way out. You know? <laughs> Uh, uh, my boy over there at Genesis Barbershop, uh, Elvis and his squad, I'm sure they're just sitting there like, what did you people do? <laughs> All the people that tried to do their their own home homegrown haircuts. There's a lot of kids, a lot of kids traumatized right now from those those mommy and daddy haircuts. Oh, well, you know, little flashback today. What was the haircut? Well, we put a bowl on your head and just trim around the outside, right? Jesus. I remember those sales, you know, home home haircuts. It uh, might be the new fashion, you know, fashion statement right now. Yeah, but my parents, you know, we grew up in uh, Queens, New York, and uh, uh, you know, living in the projects and stuff. It was like a, it's. I almost feel like they were hoping. For lice or the inklings of lice, because I would give an excuse for them to just shave your whole head off. <laughs> we all, uh, my sisters looked like Moon Dragon. And, oh uh, my goodness! <laughs> everybody, everybody was a Professor yeah, X fan. Yeah, everyone, everyone was cosplaying was. Professor X back then, right? <laughs> <laughs> or Moon Dragon, like you said. Heck yeah. Oh my god! That's did you horrible. did you hear the uh, the thing about the Snyder cut? I know it's it's comic book yes. related, man. I, can you believe oh. the that you know I'm. I'm Fascinated when I see the the pressure that social media and and the public can put on on uh, corporations and and movie industries right now. Right, it's amazing to me. It's like if you remember when Sonic was first announced, Sonic the Hedgehog, people were just pissed about how the artwork first came out, the yeah, animation, the eyes, the eyes. And the eyes and the teeth. And so what happened? Sony went back and changed it. You know, they realized, holy crap, we're not going to get a lot of people yeah, watching this. Yeah, they didn't apologize. They were just, oh, no, 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 that was just a, <laughs> that was just a rough cut. Oh, oh well, of wink, course. Wink. Of course, of course, a rough cut. As yeah. they fired the animator. You and know? How, how long have been people <laughs> clamoring for the Snyder cut? Oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, here I've I just read recently that they're look, they're going to be releasing the Snyder Cut on uh, one of the streaming services. Oh, yeah. You got a uh, – well, yeah, it's going to be on HBO Plus, uh, HBO, uh, Plus and – I think one of the nails on the coffin was Jason Momoa, you know. <laughs> oh, and uh, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah, just up. shouting. Uh, what each other? Release the Snyder Cut! Release the Snyder Cut! <laughs> you you got to admit, man, this is, this it whole worked. quarantine, as much as it impacts comic books, it has brought out some creativity in people. Yes. I mean, while the rest of us, you know, I would say consumer types who just sit there and passively watch all this stuff. The creatives, man, the meme, the meme battles right now, the meme force is strong, I would say, you know, well, the uh, stuff I've been seeing people produce at home is just crazy. Yeah. The, uh, uh yeah, the it's almost, 
Vine wish, wishes they were still back in business, you know. <laughs> right. They would have just stuck stuck it out a little bit longer because everyone's doing shorts. I mean, I, I did a couple of shorts. You did TikToks? <laughs> yeah, TikToks and everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was pretty funny, actually. It, 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 is, it is cool to see that people are releasing their inner creative side, uh, especially on social media. Uh, you know, the big news, you know, Joe Rogan uh, going over oh. to Spotify. The, yeah. It, it's crazy how some people actually prospered during this shutdown and while others, you know, it, it is what it is, right? But uh, I think that shows the American way, the, the spirit of capitalism is alive. Oh, yeah. You know, if you, if you find that niche and you force through it, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the scenario is, you can get through it and you can actually prosper on the other end. But it's up to the individual, right? You know, well, it's not, uh, uh, if you want to be a victim, you, you can, can stay a victim easily in this, in, this, in this time and age. Well, in this industry yeah. alone. I mean, how many, how many stories have you heard of comic books that have, you know, stores that have gone under, that have basically collapsed or shut yeah. down in the lower 48? And those are the ones that weren't able to, you know, be flexible and adapt to mail order, curbside service initially, then mail order. And, and you know, the, I really appreciated the, the, the shift to previews online pull boxes because, good, yeah. you know, good Lord, that, that has made things so much easier for making orders in this shop alone. You know, it's oh, yeah. and now putting it in the hands of the customer for what he wants. But it's having that flexibility to deal with the technology that's there. And if you're not able to, to you know, adjust and adapt, it's hard. It's hard. Well, uh, and that, uh, with that being said, a little PSA on the online pull box for those of you out there that have that online pull box. Uh, some subscriptions were canceled or deleted by Diamond. Some of them because... They just don't know the future of that subscription. And others, I think, were a, a technical glitch. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're checking your pull box because uh, I had a couple of customers come in. They were like, hey, man, my subscription doesn't show up. I'm going to have to manually re-enter them. You know, I apologize on behalf of Diamond. But right. That wasn't something I didn't go in and be like, ha ha, <laughs> you haven't showed up to the shop. Your subscription is terminated. No, oh, yeah, terminated. That, wasn't, that wow. wasn't me. That was, uh, I think that that was... Them trying to figure out uh, which titles were going to continue and which weren't. Uh, so well, don't forget, sure don't forget what DC did. I mean, you know, D DC Ooh. DC didn't negate its contract with with Diamond, no. but what DC did is says, okay, well, we're going to move our operations. They didn't cancel anything with Diamond, but you can imagine with everybody shut down and yeah, people they canceled exclusivity is a lot. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of. You know, programs and computer systems that probably had a lot of people monitoring them. Yes, had less people. So you know, I can imagine that the the, the some subscriptions did get dumped oh, Un yeah. unintentionally, obviously. But you know, another PSA out there: the uh, latest issue of previews is out there and available for for making your orders on the That's pull right. box. So yeah. don't be surprised though. May was completely skipped. May does not show up. There's only a previews for uh, June. It June, went from April right. to June. So the latest catalog is June, and it's it's already up and available on uh, previews. So get in there. And I already added a few extra ones from June catalog already. So I was seeing that. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm glad you said something because uh, it's it's very difficult to keep up with that stuff. <laughs> to be honest with you, and uh, the them trying to make this comeback, and I think. We all are going to make our comeback. I still, man, the words from Chuck from Mile High Comics has just 
they just it just keeps replaying in in my head the fact that we have to be prepared in the event that something like this happens again and Diamond completely falls off. Right. We're going to have to have a backup plan. What is that backup plan? For us, it's our back issue bins. It, of course. It truly is. And, you know, and it's like its own little stock market right now. I was just watching, um, there's a guy I watch, Value Entertainment, and apparently baseball cards are making a comeback all of wow. a sudden. And it's all because people at home now, they were watching these streaming services, watching these specials and everything else. For instance, now you got baseball cards, and then you've got basketball cards. Right now, Michael Jordan's rookie card has probably quadrupled in value. <laughs> they were talking about this because all of a sudden, it's on the forefront of everyone's head. Oh, wow, I wonder if I can get a hold of that card because they've, they've got a new, especially since there's no... Uh, sports going on right now. Right. People so people are, are turning to, the, how am I going to get my sports, you know, my fill. sports fix. You know, yeah. instead of just looking out your window and watching the, you know, the Cardinals versus the Blue Jays, you know, fighting over the uh, bird feeder, you know, yeah. who's, who's, who's winning? <laughs> I got to watch my sports somehow, right? <laughs> it, it, you're right. So now you're looking at, uh, uh, with comic books, the back issue bins are being rated. The value of comic books are starting to go up, you know, depending on, you know, what the news of the day is, that uh, Nova number one, hell, I was giving those away in loot yeah. crates. Uh, if you have a 9.8 in that book, actually anything above a 9 point, we'll call it a 9.4, you're looking at uh, almost $1,000 for that book right now. That's a amazing. A 9.8 max, uh, max sale right now was $1,200 for that wow. book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so. incredible. I'll tell you what, though. It makes sense. You know, if for that long period of time, you know, we'll call it the dark ages of no new comics, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that left people chances to, with nothing new coming in. They were looking at their collections. You know, this was the time to fill holes. Oh, this yeah. was the time to go to the, your your local comic book store and see what's in that back issue and, and fill those holes in your collection. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I was reviewing my Green Lanterns and I was reviewing you know some of the X Men that I had in the past. And going, hey, you know, I'm missing issue number fourteen. Let me go see if I can find it. Because right, right. I don't know about you, Lou, but there's always that that battle when new comic books come out. It's like there's a stack of books I need to read, and then there's I better get new ones. Oh, and yeah. you know that that need to read keeps getting higher as my new yes. ones keep coming in. Yes. So. Yes. The uh, chance to go back and, and now, you know, revisit those things mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the month or so that I missed. Oh, yeah. It was a good opportunity. Oh, yeah. And the back issues is, like you said, back issue bins, that's how the comic book stores stay alive. Yeah. You know? That, 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 you're exactly right. Um, the, uh, uh, oh, it's so funny. Whenever we bang on the table, it causes a spike. I'm like, <laughs> dude, stop being so sensitive, Yeti. Stop being so sensitive. <laughs> Chill. Stop being so delicate. Well, but, you know, it was produced after the 2000s, so, you know, it's probably... <laughs> it has a brittle a brittle spirit in there. <laughs> Does it need a you safe know, space? Do we need to put uh, it in a box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, um, uh, one of our younger customers, she just posted on Instagram, her collection, she purchased her first comic book here. So we've only been open a year now. Yeah, congratulations on that, by the way. I didn't get to tell you. I didn't just show up last week when you had the... Uh, the celebration, but that's awesome. One year, yeah, man, thank you, thank that you. was amazing. And, and what a way to end the year. So. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> you start out, let's celebrate by not allowing anybody to come in. Let's you know? celebrate with a pandemic <laughs> party. Now that is comic worthy right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, she's a, a, a I want to say, 
without exaggeration, she's already had over 400 books in her collection. Yeah. She is going hard. I mean, right now. But yeah, she I've has been, some serious keys in her collection. Well, that's good. Too. That's good. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's <laughs> cautioned her, you know, yeah. like to avoid the mistake of rebuying. Yeah. CLZ. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worthwhile, that app. I'll tell you CLG. what, it has saved me from buying multiple issues of the same comic many, yes. many times. I need to get them bastards to endorse this show, man. Damn no it. kidding. Damn you, CLZ. If you're listening <laughs> or watching this, you need to hook us up. But uh, uh, Your I stuff w- has saved me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no kidding. That was a, a shout-out to Torpedo Comics. Uh, I learned about that app at Torpedo Comics. They had given us a tour of their shop. It's when we were doing the initial research for opening up this shop. This is why this shop, I have definitely strayed away from the dungeon look and tried to get that entertaining point of interest look. Mm -hmm. If you're ever in Vegas, you have to go to Torpedo Comics. That is an absolute must. It is like a little Disneyland in there with the giant life-size walker, Star Wars walker, uh, and uh, a life-size Silver Surfer right Above their back issue did, did you it post a ridiculous. picture of that once on your on your yeah, Facebook? Yeah, you the life size walker. I thought yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you go on our Facebook page and look in our older videos. Like, actually, go all the way back to like our first video we ever posted. Yeah. It was my wife and I at Torpedo Comics, and you see that walker. They actually activated it for us, and you could see the head moving with the cannons and the whole nine. With the and you see Amy picking through. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's looking for some key uh, red Sonias. But oh, I'm sure. Looking, I'm absolutely yeah, sure. Absolutely, she's looking for costume yeah. ideas, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but she was going through, and uh, uh, even their back issue bins, I, I've uh, it inspired me to hit up, you know, uh, Tidewater Woodworks up here. They're the ones that made oh. this thing here, and they made the back issue bins and all that stuff. I've just seen all that work. I'll tell you what, I've been... Obviously, contemplate for using for my own home, but you know, talk well, he's to affordable. Them you just got to talk to him and yeah. give him your dimensions and everything else. He will hook you up. Because matter of fact, I'll put a hard. link for him and I'll put a link in the notes. Oh, for, good. Because uh, that tell you what, that's probably the hardest thing as a, as a former military guy. I don't know how many times I've had to move my collection around the world, yes. right? Yes. So I've got twenty long boxes in my house. My collection mm-hmm. tops four thousand at this point of individual comics, and it's always been. I've never gotten storage for them because I always thought I was going to move again. Well, now that we've moved up here, I've retired and everything's like, now I'm looking at, you know, actual better storage options. So, you know, looking at custom cabinets is a great idea. I know a lot of people are doing the file cabinet thing. And so, you know, anybody who's got a lot of comics, I'll tell you. Yeah, I just saw on Facebook uh, a guy had his uh, file cabinet with the sticker. He says, I... uh, File cabinet, 50 bucks, laminate <laughs> sticker, roll of laminate stickers, another 20 bucks or whatever he said. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Able to store comics priceless, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. commercial. <laughs> but uh, uh, um, speaking of the apps, I have now, it, it just clicked how it's such a symbiotic uh, relationship with, especially the value of books. So the books keep going up in price. Right. Well, who's controlling that? Well, you, the customers, are controlling well, that. The demand, right? The demand. You control the value of a book. And these apps report the value of the books to, you know, this network of purchasers, correct? Of course. So when you purchase a Nova number one from me last year for 75 bucks. And you now sell it 
for a hundred and twenty or nine hundred dollars okay. or a thousand dollars. That sale now becomes part that of the sale is uh, now part of the equation. It, it goes into the algorithm. That's Absolutely. Right. So if you see a book, uh, for instance, in my in, in my display or in Bosco's display or in the comic shops up in Fairbanks or mm-hmm. even online, you see a book that you're like, dude, that book was only fifty bucks six months ago. Now you're selling it for seventy five bucks. You need to consider number one the market demand, mm-hmm. and number two, as long as you report that in your CLZ app or in your your key collector app or, or cover price, whatever you decide to use. Shout out to uh, Lords of the Long Box on that one. If you're using those apps and reporting that, you're going to start stimulating the rise <laughs> of that number of, of of the value of that book. And that's the hard part. I mean, when you look at when you look at prices and stuff, you know, if you're counting your dollars, you want to get the best obviously value for your money i totally get it you know i am the same way it's like again collecting from years ago it's not like i had disposable cash when i was a teenager to just throw my money away right but you got to understand that sometimes the markets can be manipulated you know if someone just says you know hey what this looks like an interesting cover you know let's let's put it out there as as as, you know a suggested hey look at this you know current cover well someone looks at it goes well why did they put that out there there must be value in it. And so they're going to go out and buy it. And they're buying it. It's going to, going to stimulate the market to say, well, you know what? People are paying this much. Will they pay this much? Will they pay this much? Right. And, and they just keep they, moving. They keep moving the, the, the goal, uh, the goal, goal post. Markers. Yep. Yeah. They keep moving those markers. And, uh, but watch. Six months later, six months later, that marker goes down. And that's, that's when those, those rapid spikes. Careful. Yeah. Those rapid spikes can come back and bite you in the end, you know? But this industry right now is allowing... Geeks, oh yeah, to Love have them. their own marketplace, their own Wall Street. It really is. If you look at it, this is its own. We are the free market, market right We're now. We're living in a a very interesting market right now. I'm watching it in the store all the time. When I look at my reports and I see those spikes on values of books, you're like, holy crap! And you know that's nothing that I'm doing on my own. That's the market is dictating that. The customers are dictating the values of those books. So we had a book come in uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. It was uh, Vengeance of Moon Knight number one. Well, which is only, what, finish. eight years old? Yeah, I think it's only eight years old. I'm going to have to look that up here. Uh, uh, but it, it's a it's a new book. Right. By any standard, it's yeah. a new book. Yeah, it falls under the modern yeah, era, for it's sure. It's definitely modern. It's well after the 2000s this book came out. So we're looking probably at the fourth or fifth reiteration of Moon Knight at right. this point. So if you were looking at volumes, we'll call it volume four <laughs> or five of Moon Knight. So I want to say Moon Knight number one, I think, in a 9.8 is probably going between 100, 200 bucks. I could be wrong now, but the last I checked, it, it wasn't that significantly high right Right. even in the 9.8 this book because it's a finch variant and it's a beautiful cover it looks really cool it gives you that batman feel to it you know marvel's version of batman but it's actually a really cool cover it's like a almost like a metallic blue with yeah. the gray the white the kind of grayish white of moon so so and, for the 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 cover the cover market out there it's it's shiny yeah yeah, yeah. It's, so shiny. Like, so, so it's it's a nice cover right right but once again it's only a couple of years old it yeah. truly is it's a modern book um and finch was the artist for it 
apparently there was only 154 of these books put out. Okay. 154. Now, that's so that significant. That starts making it significant. That makes it significant. Distribution and production, so 154. Uh, this particular customer had purchased it at uh, Torpedo Comics for probably, it, well, I know for a fact it was under 100 bucks that he paid for. I think mm-hmm. it was like 50 bucks at the time. And we just looked yesterday as we were sending it off to get graded, and the value is like $2,700. Are you, wait, are you now. kidding me? $2,700 yeah. for, for an eight year old book? Look at Key Collector. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Key Collector, and you'll see. And it's because of that. Well, there's got to be two factors, right? Yeah. Well, there, there's several factors in there. Rarity of production. Rarity in production. The the story, the character, the fact that it's linked to... Well, actually, there's no link in that particular storyline to the uh, the rumor, the series that's supposed to be coming out oh, uh, well, that, that Feige's been talking about. So I don't know about all of that. But what I do But if know, anybody out there knows, let us know in the comments. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Comment below and let us know because uh, uh, that I don't know. But what I do know is that that book, uh, somebody out there multiple times out of those 150 issues, because you can't just set the bar with one purchase. Right. It had to be multiple times that somebody paid over $2,000 for that cover. True, because even, even, even Key Collector Comics would report you know, a one-off high sale. You right, know, they'll, right. they'll say that, you know, it's been trending at this price, but then there's, they will make a note of, you know, one sale at this price. But you know, that's one sale does not make the value of the comic yeah, at that point. And, and you're talking, uh, I mean, a book even mangled is... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you mean when we get bucks. them from Diamond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even a book straight from Diamond. <laughs> and, and it's in the, the normal box. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I can't I, wait to see this one. Like I said, yeah. I told you about that that post for the one comic book store down in down in Iowa. They said they looked at theirs. They got them yesterday for the upcoming week because of the holiday weekend. They right, you know, were right. getting, coming in a little early. They said that theirs were their boxes were bubble wrapped. So we'll see if that happens. We'll that would see. be pretty interesting if it did. Uh, we we witnessed some ridiculousness last week where uh, they sent <laughs> one poster. <laughs> this big, this big poster. I kid you not, it was this big. You guys Did have seen the around? posters in the shop. It was one of those posters in a big-ass poster box designed to hold like 24 of those. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I was like... It, they're killing me on shipping costs oh, with stuff God, like yeah. that. God, yeah. you know, sending me. It might as well have been an empty box that Alaska <laughs> Airlines is going to charge us for the full dimensions on that thing. Yeah, I don't even remember ordering that damn thing. You know, on top of that, <laughs> I mean, DC DC came through. And by the way, for customers out there uh, who haven't come in yet, these uh, DC asked uh, at one point, uh, in particular of me, they said, uh, uh, which makes it. Kind of cool that yeah. these big publishers are calling up here. But DC asked, hey, uh, is there anything we can do? And, you know, I could have been a real wise ass, but I was just like, hey, how about hooking me up with some promotional stuff? Because you got, I've never received a promotional poster from you guys. I get stuff from Marvel all the time, yeah. but never from you guys. They sent me like a hundred posters. They like <laughs> called my bluff. I'm not even kidding. You were back. It was like a yeah, hundred yeah. of them. That's like the poor kid who writes into like yeah. M and M's and says, "You know, hey, I really like to bring back a green M M&M. and M." And then, so what is that? What happens? You get to like a you know, twelve tons of M and M boxes or something like. You know, DC called you out on that yeah, one, they, but it's uh, just DC, awesome. Because yeah, I'll DC tell you what, when it comes to marketing, I don't. You know, you look at the two. The Marvel engine is huge. The oh, Marvel, yeah. they've got their marketing down. DC, not so much big on it. So mm-hmm. the, the fact that they're they want to, and I think it's a. 
I think the quarantine had something to do with it. If they're sending it splitting from Diamond, you got to admit they've got to be finding another way to get customer eyes on on their stuff. So I really want to watch that. I want to watch uh, uh, what mid uh, what Midtown does. If Midtown is successful with that, yeah. I mean, there uh, if the publishers were all in Anchorage. <laughs> Clearly, between Bosco's and I, it would it would be a good business plan to try to be a distributor if yes. they're all headquartered there. And that's essentially what's happened in Midtown. All the publishers are, are stationed right there in New York, yeah, right across the street, yeah. practically, right. So they're yeah, so they're they're definitely visiting. What a good uh, market announcement! Yeah, lunch break with the you know, owners of uh, DC or you well, know, yeah. But, but on the side though, what a good uh, uh, measure of whether their books are going to work or not for that particular audience. Now, I'm a New Yorker myself, and the New York audience is kind of yeah. You won't hold it, <laughs> but the uh, the New York audience can be a little different, you know, yes. in taste from the Anchorage or. Eagle River or... The or shout Black out to the Wisconsin Valley. audience right here. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> the Midwest uh, uh, audience. But what an interesting thing that they're able to go into the comic book shop on Comic Book Wednesday, enter the largest, one of the largest shops in the nation, and dream. see how their product is working. Yeah, you know, and they get they, they get, get direct, immediate they get feedback, immediate right feedback. There. absolutely. Just by going in there and they see, oh, Aquaman doesn't sell, you know, uh, it, it, which is funny. The writer for Aquaman, I can't remember her name. She was the one that uh, hit everybody up with the, if you don't like my books, oh, don't man, read that's them. Right, that's she right. She was the one of the writers for uh, Bitch Planet, and uh, uh, she uh, went in with some significant attitude for the Aquaman title. I don't care what you're writing. But if if you're receiving significant feedback from the fan base, that's not the time to attack the fans. That's your customers. That would be like me attacking my customers on a regular basis on social media. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't they have a saying that? Don't bite the hand that feeds you? Exactly. I, I, honestly? Well, she didn't know that, apparently. Yeah. And uh, she paid dearly for that because she's no longer writing Aquaman. Yep. As, yep. Uh, last I understood. So, and, and, and I could see where the fans were pissed off. I couldn't move any of those books because the... the the cover, the initial covers that came out last year, when I first opened up the shop, were clickbait because they, they resembled the Jason Momoa style Aquaman, which but, is what everybody. I, I would surmise that with the success of that Aquaman movie, I think every the new customer that came in, the the customer that followed Aquaman for a while. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them were like, I'm looking for that version of Aquaman. And then they opened up the book. They're like. <laughs> What do you mean he has amnesia? What do you mean this is just a soap opera where uh, Mira's pregnant and everyone's trying to steal the baby? This this is trash. Yep. Yeah. I want the adventure, the the uh, Aquaman, you know, fighting for his kingdom, searching for some treasure or whatever. You know that that uh, Laura Croft meets. Uh, well, I would I wouldn't say. I mean, okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all academic on here, yeah. but you know, it's I think. It would not be a stretch to say that people buy comic books as out of a sense of escapism. Yes, you know it, it is a it is a great distractor from the, you know the realities of every day. You know, mm-hmm. to watch somebody go through an adventure, be successful at the end, although still have some trials along the way. You know, it's it's awesome. It's it's entertaining to read. Right. But when you make the comic book 
try to reflect reality, it becomes a little bit different. And that's when yeah. you start to drift away, I think, from your core yeah. base. Not to say that there aren't, there aren't customers out there that like that sort of comic book. Right. But you got to admit, the success of you know all the adventure genres, D&D, uh, DC, Marvel, all those, you know, science fiction, all those right. types of entertainment medium, comics are the same way. You know, comics, we, we have a value with the trading back and forth. But... In the end, we read them because we like what we read, or we like what you know. An art, an aspiring artist, is inspired by what he sees on the page. You know, there's there's a sense of getting something out of it. But when it becomes messaging, yes. when the comic book starts to lecture, I, I'm all for you know questioning virtue things. Virtue signaling, yeah, and yeah, I'm all for questioning things. I mean, yeah. I, I will admit, you know, there there's some underground comics that I bought back in the day. You right, know? right, right. But in the end, it was all still about the entertainment aspect of it. Right, right. And I think there's a trend to get away from that sometimes. And that can, that can drive away some customer base, I yeah. would think. Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, I do like that. Uh, I mean, when, when the older writers, you know, and the older, you know, pub, uh, chief editors and stuff like Stanley and them when they were... Uh, addressing issues like cancer or, right, or right. racism or, or drug, drug addiction, abuse, yeah. uh, drug addiction. I think uh, those stories, the way they were told and the manner that they were told, just hit home with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say Marvel was the first, uh, and uh, you know, publication to really attack the Nazis. You know, back true, in the day true. With putting first, Captain America on the cover. Right? Oh yeah, punching a, punching a Hitler, Hitler in the face. Yeah. You know. That was awesome. Um, I think right now, though, I don't think kids want to read a book about how a virus <laughs> kept everybody home all day. Although that might be a great story. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> one one that came out last week, Year Zero, it just, it just came out last week. And it's the concept of people were on a vacation and the zombie apocalypse came into being, which I was like, hey, here we are with the virus apocalypse. Right, right, By right. the way, I asked for zombies, not virus. I don't know what's going on here. And then murder hornets. I mean, what's next? Shark with laser beams? So anyway. But real quick for our audio listeners, all the banging on the table, that's, oh, that's all me. his It's fault. all me. I'm sorry. I tend to be very... You, you, he's think, very, you think I'm New York I, with I my think, gesture. I think he's Italian. Like, he's just banging... So I've accepted the feedback from uh, several people. Uh, I will be getting the uh, arm mounts that allow because I'm a hand talker too. I like hitting the tape, so uh, the mounts will actually prevent that sound. I'll try to take my hands off the off the no, table now. So <laughs> no, but just so that people are like, "Yo, what is going on over there?" He is punching <laughs> walls right now. Punching walls. Well, if you've ever met me, you, you <laughs> tend to see that I do get excited about this topic. So. No, it is a. You're absolutely right. The there's a way that they do it. Though. Yeah, of course, I mean, of course. You know, um, it was funny that you were the one who first mentioned. Uh, oh, what was that book uh, where they built the actual wall? It was oh, undiscovered, undiscovered country, country, where where basically the United States closed itself down and has been locked off for 25 years. They're on issue four, I believe. By the way, coming out right. this week or next, it's coming up soon. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting that the world has been uh, the premise. You know, the world has undergone some sort of d- disease and debilitating thing. But inside the walls of the United States, nobody's heard of anything. Nobody, nobody, you know. So nobody people are. What's going on? They have finally issue one is the closed off the walled off U.S. has finally allowed one group to come in, 
And then it's the adventures and ongoing. I'm not going to spoil anything, but the adventures of ongoing of that discoveries and stuff that went on of how things had developed differently and when in isolation. It's pretty interesting, actually. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, I love when they do it right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they do it right, they kill it. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, but when they do it wrong, to people the, recognize oh, it too, people and they should be able it. to receive that feedback. Yeah, you know, I think that the problem is that a lot of these writers, these creators, they've become because our society has created such. They've created a victim society where it's cool to be a victim, <laughs> it's cool to be a loser, it's cool to be the underdog one hundred percent of the time, which is great. We reward people for mm-hmm. being a victim, and we, you know. And what ends up happening is when a person produces garbage, you know, like they haven't put any effort whatsoever. I'm not talking about someone that's they're trying their hardest to entertain and it's just they're just missing. You, know, you mean like the, uh, second, the, the, the attempt to re- reboot the uh, Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but nonetheless, those people... All of those people at one point or another receive feedback yeah. because they understand that the fans are their customers. And what happens is with this this little generation of creators, it's not all of them, no, but no. there's a group of these creators that they take it personal, like a, a dude who uh, created the New Warriors, uh, Kibble Smith. <laughs> that name just makes me laugh. <laughs> he got beat up in school, guaranteed. I, oh, guaranteed. He, oh, got guaranteed. It, he got his ass kicked at school. <laughs> Hence and he came up dude, with New Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the, the premise for New Warriors, you're like, whoever wrote that got their ass kicked in school <laughs> all it. day long, twice on Sunday. <laughs> they were like, school's not in session. You're still getting your ass kicked. Yeah. And, you know, uh, instead of receiving the feedback and saying, you know, I should probably adjust this. And, and he's not receiving feedback from a bunch of, you know, uh, far right wingers. He's receiving f- negative feedback from, from the center and yeah. from all the communities. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, every community that he's the community that he has chosen to represent all of a sudden, they're even pushing back saying, dude, this is not representative of us at all. As a matter of fact, this is kind of a mockery of what you're doing. And they're because of the way. The, the things are set up nowadays. He's just, he's taking it on as a, okay, now I'm a victim. And, you know, he's, he's not responding appropriately. And I hope, well, I know that the executives, the money count, the bean counters at Marvel are taking note because they immediately canceled the print of that. Yeah. And they went to digital only on that one. Well, see, and this is so. the thing. It's like the, the wonderful thing about the comic books in general is there's something for everyone, right? right? And the market decides what the market is willing to take That's and what right. the market is willing to accept. Because you know, I don't want to give the impression that we're sitting up on our high horse saying they no. all are stupid and they all no. suck. The, the thing is, though, it's like when the market does respond and says, look, this is not something we want, we would hope that the publishers would recognize that. And there are other, yes. like you said, digital, there are other ways now to distribute their product to those who want it. Right. In the end, we all love comics, but there's also a business side of it, right? right? So, if so, one of the most ridiculous things coming out: uh, Transformers versus. uh, Oh come on! Don't bash Transformers versus Terminator. No, it's uh, Transformers (laughs) versus My Little Pony. Oh my god! I don't know if they're trolling us, but (laughs) should that come out? Is it ridiculous? Yes, but if customers order, if the if the fan base demands it, 
It's going to be in my shop. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm not going to censor it. it. It's going to be in the shop. Of course, because the end of it. with the online pull box, hint, hint, yeah. the customer can get it. They That's can order right. it, right? And it'll be in the shop. And, and we'll, set, we'll hand shop, it to you. <laughs> and if it's in the shop, I am compelled to read it at one point. So I'll, <laughs> I, I'll have my own opinion on it, but at least I'll read it, right? And so I enjoy that part of it. But I, I don't like it when the creators try to take that option away from the fans. Right. That's not good. Right. If, well, Hey, I'm going to put out this title. Uh, you're either going to love it or hate it. Right. If you hate it, I'll accept that feedback and I'll strive to be better, which is the old school mentality. Of course. Uh, it's not a personal attack. We just want, and we understand that there's a lot of basement dwellers that they live <laughs> off of trolling and they're just going to be unhappy with everything. You know, I remember uh, in the military, it was awesome. Uh, um, I had this. Uh, the CEO who told me one time, and this is kind of off subject, but it, it's the mentality. It's I'm Memorial Day about. weekend, so the military's in yeah, there. Yeah, so, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. guys, happy Memorial Day, by happy the way. Happy Memorial Day, guys. So, CEO, uh, I was like, I was complaining to him about, you know, I was a NCO at the time, and I was complaining to him about how it seems like nobody's ever happy. Uh, maybe <laughs> we need to do A, B, and C to improve morale. And he stated to me, and this lesson is always... I mean, stayed with me even when I was a trooper sergeant supervising troopers. And uh, this, what it was, was he said, you know, how many people are stationed at this unit right now? And at the time, it was a small, it was a small boat station, but it was kind of large by some standards, but by most military services, small units, 100 people at now this that's, unit. No, that's pretty small. So it was 100, uh, 100 personnel. I said, sir, 100 people. And he says, go ahead and muster all of them in the galley area and tell them that from this point on they will never ever ever have to step back foot on the base to work however we need them to come in once a month to pick up their check he says i guarantee about 25 of them will raise their hand and say why can't you just mail us the check no one is ever happy you can't make everybody happy. <laughs> right, right. You can make some people happy, but you can never make everybody happy. So why don't so you just piss that. everybody off yeah, and then you're fine. piss everybody off. All right, <laughs> like you're t- now you're showing up every day. You can't make but, everybody you know. happy, but you can piss everybody off. That's, That's right. something you can do. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the point being was you do the best you can. And, right. You know, just understanding that you're always going to have that percentage of people that aren't going to be satisfied no matter what. But it was great to hear that and that perspective and this is a person had a lot of wisdom behind him had supervised several units and stuff right. so I, I was like and that's a cool thing too you know he was a leader not a manager you know yeah, that there's a difference, difference absolutely but yeah so oh happy memorial uh, uh day weekend for all our veterans uh, uh excuse me, excuse me. Ah. for all those all of the fallen i say that for the veterans nowadays and yeah. this is why i say it and uh, let me qualify what, what I'm saying. I have never, I never thought that I would be in a situation where so many of our veterans right now know people that they lost. Memorial Day was typically World War Two. It was World War Two, yeah. Vietnam. People that we may or may not have known. This generation. They know some of these people personally. Yep. These are the high school football player or, or the high school cheerleader that went into active duty and got 
and lost their life in Afghanistan or in Iraq or uh, took their own life after service because of the things they saw. So uh, Memorial Day is, you know, to help everybody heal from all of that. Exactly. Because I think I think that's where the confusion is too. Is you know you'll see a lot of veterans. Oh, this is a veterans holiday, and it uh, kind of it's it's to remember all of the heroes that came before us to allow us to have uh, what we have here. Because I promise you, uh, and especially in this nation. There's books here and stuff that could would not even be. Uh, you'd have to get them in the underground in certain countries abroad. It's very true. In very modern true. days, you, yeah, you. There's countries right now where every book in this shop is outlawed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, guys, uh, I've actually watched on Instagram. I have. Uh, uh, we have some followers on Instagram uh, from some of those countries, I believe, and they they just love getting the news on the books and stuff because that's the closest they're ever going to get to them. Yeah, I think you know, I'll, I'll look it up, but I saw a picture recently because obviously the holiday, you know, the, the events that if you remember the Vietnam Memorial Wall, and it, it's a very striking picture. It shows a, yes. an older gentleman with his hand on the wall, and it, inside the wall is the reflection of his friends from yes. you know who had died. And, I know where and you're it, going it was with interesting this. that on this picture they had actually put Memorial Day is for these guys, and it was next to the reflections. Yes. Veterans Day is for this guy. For it was the guy. guy who had his hand on the wall. Yes. So it's very interesting the distinction, and very true what you say. It's yeah. I think it almost seems. Though out of touch, you know, out of people's everyday reality, when they yeah. think about it, it's like, you know, there's somebody out there. But, you know, sure, the war, the, the, the volunteerism, the sacrifice, it's almost not, it's a, you know, not always thought of, you know, among, the, you, you, I would well, say that's a majority. I'll preface that. I mean, you know, I won't say that everybody I meet doesn't know someone, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an over there thing. You know, yeah. but you were absolutely right that this generation is different. This generation of servicemen and women do know somebody or have experienced loss yeah. in their own lives. You know yeah. that you know we've been nine eleven was not that long ago for a lot of us. You're looking yeah. nineteen years, right? Yeah. But it was a significant. It was it was like our generation's uh, Kennedy assassination. If yeah. You think about it, right? Right. We've been involved, engaged in operations for 19 straight years now. I mean, everybody has known somebody. That's an entire career. Yeah. Everybody has known somebody who, yeah, was, yeah. who you know, fell in, in, in the line of duty. So now's the time to think about that. Yes. And, but uh, not to be morbid. Read your comic books, too. Exactly. For yes, your escapism. Do, for Pete's sake. <laughs> uh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> No. Are, this, is, this is getting heavy here. Yeah, it got heavy real quick. But, you know, it's good to uh, to understand why we celebrate what we celebrate. Absolutely. It's not just an excuse to, you know, fire up the barbecue. The whole purpose of that barbecue and everything else is to get some healing while remembering those people. And it is, you know, like we, we've reiterated multiple times here, uh, this is one of the few generations that have personal connections to those lost Absolutely. You know, when we would hear about, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, um, the Medal of Honor, multiple Medal of Honor winner, World War II. Uh, I think they just Audi, recently had, Audi, and I uh, might be mistaken, but they just recently had a Medal of Honor who was a recipient from Afghanistan. He died. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like, it's it's not that generation anymore. It's our generation. It's our generation. You know, it's, yeah. 
What, what's uh, interesting now, you know, I, I'm going to shout out to the, the the viewers here. You know, I know I spoke about uh, you know Return of, of Superman and you know how I feel mm-hmm. a little bit and you know connection with him with the long the uncut the the mullet and the, the yes, isolation yes, the coming back grumpy. Yes, um, yes. You know, to me that's almost like my my quarantine comic. I, I'd be interested. Is there anybody anybody think of any other storylines out there that would be synonymous or similar to this whole quarantine experience where you know a, a superhero came back. A comeback mm-hmm. story. Uh, let us know in the comments. That would be interesting to read. You know? Oh, absolutely. That'll be. Uh, uh, I am interested to see what you guys are going to put in the comments regarding <laughs> that because there's a couple, <laughs> a couple of titles <laughs> like that. I mean, nobody stays dead in the comics, right? No. So there's there's lots of, sort of comeback stories. So and who's who is excited about? Uh, uh, what is it? A uh, death metal? Death metal? Absolutely! Oh. I'm excited about that. I think that storyline, the the that's Batman how we don't who laughs like was COVID. Yeah, you know, that's how everyone. I want a chainsaw sword. <laughs> no, right? I want I want a spike collar. Yeah, yes. I, want, I want a spike visor. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. The, you know, the Batman who laughs that caught everybody unaware. I thought that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you know, they're continuing with that that premise. And you know, death metal. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And. Along with Hickman's, sorry guys, Hickman's run on the the X Men revamped that yeah. whole thing. You know that has been a great storyline, uh, regardless of how you feel about the resurrection, you know, yeah. process. You know, but we all knew they don't stay dead. So yeah, at least they put it out there. This is why they. Actually, the one I'm looking forward to right now is uh, the continuation of Thor. Yes, uh, the Donny Cate store. That's, uh, Thor that's becoming me. a herald was a ama- was yeah. an awesome concept. You know, for yeah. for Galactus. Yeah. If you guys want to see... Sorry, it. spoiler, if you guys hadn't already gotten that. That was like months ago. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> catch up. For catch up. The, uh, uh, speaking of catching up, Immortal Hulk, uh, oh, it just man. wrapped up for the first major storyline, just wrapped up, uh, what, just before the closure. We still have those books in the shop, so... Come on in and take a look. I think there's already two trades for the Immortal Hulk as well. Oh, there's multiple trades. Well, the Immortal Hulk, the current Immortal Hulk. So So it's it's wrapped up for the first segment. They're getting ready to start off the the next part of that storyline with uh, um, uh, his buddy Ricky, because we don't know. We don't know. I'm not. No spoilers, but we just don't. Yeah, we we, we just. Key, a key, a key person in there. It's going to start off a whole new storyline for Immortal Hulk. If uh, that finale for this storyline was, oh, it's amazing. Awesome. That's another one, man. Yeah. I was never, I was never a Hulk. I mean, collecting comics, yeah, I knew about the Hulk, and I watched the TV show. Yeah. Yes, I'm dating myself here. I watched the brute, the 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 early early years, the '70s TV mm. show of of you know, Bruce Bixby or not Bruce Bixby, was it? Uh, Bixby, Bixby was his last name. Bixby, I, just, I, I don't remember, remember his first, first name. name. But yeah, I watched it. Bill with the, Bixby. Bill Bixby. Yeah. You know, with the music at the end. And, and he's, he's always walking, walking off. Always walking with the sad, sad music, right? Clothes all ripped. Uh, so, you know, I watched it. Lou Ferrigno, man, he was my Hulk, right? <laughs> but this Immortal Hulk, that went dark fast, and I love it. I mean, and to find out that literally this was not the first time. Hulk originally only came out at night. Right in, in the in the beginning when it was Hulk number way back when he didn't show up when Bruce got angry he mm-hmm. showed up at night and they brought that concept back for this new Immortal yeah, Hulk line and, and that's awesome but then but then they yeah it just keeps <laughs> it just keeps uh, uh, poor poor Bruce yeah. though he dies but the Hulk comes back and so he's back the next morning like God, I, really I just don't wanted, like I just really don't like this. <laughs> 
Yeah, there is <laughs> some waking awesomeness up in, the in that book. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next stages are for that because uh, it ended off awesome. Because in the Mortal Hulk, there's also the different personalities that you, the different versions of the Hulk live in his mind, and they're the ones that keep manifesting, and that's what keeps it really interesting. Maestro, they're bringing yeah. back Maestro. I saw that in the previews. Oh, they're bringing back that from the Future Perfect line for those who might, who remember that. They're bringing back a, a limited series of Maestro. I think it's a four issue, but wow, it's he's awesome. I mean, that's like the old that's the, the Hulk who has survived the death of the universe kind of thing. It's, oh it's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be some exciting times here at, uh, uh, for this niche. So make sure you guys come on down to the shop, man. It is going to be worthwhile. Absolutely. Uh, and we will welcome titles. y'all back. I swear oh. to this is, this. I know y'all feel it like I do. This is this has been missed. You know, the comic yeah. book shop is a, is the place for the rest of us. It's our it's our cheers. You know, yes. if you want to think yes. about it that way, you know, where we yeah. can let our hair down, yeah. especially those with lots of hair now. Yeah. Come where everybody knows your name. <laughs> That's right. Everybody knows your pull box. Everybody knows your pull box. That's everybody right. knows Put your that in my box. box. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in my box, damn it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'll have to show you later uh, some footage of a. Uh, uh, actually, I'll see if I can link it here. Uh, the uh, footage from um, Lords of the Longbox. Was it the shout, shout out? out? I yeah. saw it. I yeah, saw it. That was, was awesome. awesome. Yeah, wearing our shirt. Uh, put that in my box. That was awesome. And th- well, thank well, you for thank you for that shirt. Well, that and awesome. we'll come up with a new slogan. I, 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 I get it that you know that is can be taken different ways, and, and you know, that's the fun of it, right? <laughs> Definitely a shirt to wear. Wear exclusively here. <laughs> yes. Or at Comic Con. <laughs> oh, speaking of cons. Arctic Con coming up in October. In October, yeah, yeah it's we'll definitely have, looking uh, forward multiple, to that. Yeah, we'll have uh, uh, our booths there, and uh, you know we, we've been talking about the back issue bands and everything else, but uh, we're going to have a lot of books available during that time, a lot of uh, slab books available during that time, and of course, as always, we are offering uh, drop off for your your graded books, mm-hmm. so you can drop off for EGS or CBCS. And both are great options. It's better for you to just come to the shop and I can explain to you in person what the difference is between the two. Absolutely. You don't lose either way. I mean, they're both great services. Uh, they just offer different uh, things that it, it, it's up to your taste. And for the first time ever, you have a choice. Yeah. You know? And that's but, the cool part. And yeah. It's a local choice. You know, yes. CGCS was or not uh, CGC was something we all had to send off, and we didn't have. Well, to, we we still send them here, but my point is, it wasn't always a local comic book store. It was something you'd have to go to a con or specifically yes. go to their CGC's website. But to have the ability to do that here locally, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and I'll take the time to to explain all to, that. to explain. You know, uh, we, we both can at any time. They run in here, and they see you know the, <laughs> uh, about a. Uh, uh, Hey, is this worth grading or is it not worth grading? And it, it takes a minute to explain it because there's so many reasons to grade a book. Oh, absolutely. You know? absolutely. And a, lot, a lot of it at the end of the day is personal preference. It has yes. nothing to do with the market whatsoever. It's personal preference. Now, you and I had a, a, a conversation off, off camera momentarily where we were talking about uh, 
the fact that the difference between raw comics and graded comics. And, yeah, it's significant. You know. uh, I recently saw a uh, pod, not podcast or a video um, where a guy discussed all that. And he went through 20 various you know comics and the value of the raw, if he, the way he was looking at it, his, his limitations was the raw had to be a possible 9.8. So, you know, a likely candidate to be a 9.8, but right. it wasn't graded. The total value of all those 20 comics was about six grand. Then he went back and saw what those comics graded at a 9.8 were sold for, and the tally of that was $22,000. I mean, that yeah, is a significant difference. Yeah. It's a $6,000 investment for a $22,000 return. I even find the market that'll give you that. Of course, it's hard to buy some of those comics. You know, he even admitted right, that right. because, you know, some of them were limited runs, some of them were, you know, really older and, and rare. But it's the concept is still there. Grading your comics. Like agree with it or not, does increase the value. The market sees it that way. That's what the market wants because right, right. the 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 buyer wants to know that there is a value to the comic, and the grading does that. Yeah, the uh, uh, it's crazy the difference between raw and uh, and graded. However, uh, it is kind of cool now with. Especially if you if you're grading something from the '90s, the chances of you having the, a reader plus the graded that, that that's a twofer right there. Yeah, it is. Because in the perfect world, you'll have your reader copy and your and, yeah. And now with all, it looks like all the publishers are jumping into that facsimile game. And yeah, facsimile right now if you miss those, if you're a reader, if you're yeah. a reader and you miss the storyline, now that facsimile game is the way to get it. You know, you don't yeah. want to shell out. You you know, don't have the thousands of dollars to shell out for the original. Yeah, the don't, let your, don't let your eight-year-old uh, thumb through <laughs> a Hulk 180 or Hulk 181. Sorry, son, you're not going to college, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, and uh, mortgage you just ripped the book. <laughs> Ugh, but anyway, uh, well, uh, on that note, uh, make sure that you visit us on our website at www.agescomicsalaska.com. We post our latest news, latest promotions. Also, we have a section on there that's called new releases. And I mm-hmm. believe if you go on there right now, you'll see what's being released next week. Yeah. Uh, and it's linked directly to Previews World. You can then click on any of those books, get a quick synopsis on the book, and it takes you right to the Previews World Diamond Comics mm-hmm. website. Uh, we also... Uh, to keep us going, we really appreciate you guys supporting us. We Patreon. encourage you to continue with Patreon. Uh, we keep that very transparent. We let you know what we do with every penny of that. And uh, as a matter of fact, we're bringing on a new staff member because of that here this week. So uh, thanks, thank guys. You guys. Honestly, yeah, thank you. Oh, you guys are awesome. Hopefully, uh, we'll keep this momentum going. I mean, we had some significant momentum going. So yeah. uh, looking for some more expansion in the future. And that's all thanks to you guys. No, by the way, if you have any ideas, again, leave it in the comments. Ideas don't cost anybody anything. You know, it's, we, we, you know, we try to make the best, but we also, you know, see this is, you know, this is also your guys' store, your guys' you know, place to be. So, you know, let us know if there's anything you guys have, have in mind for, for the store or an event. Uh, please make that, let, let us know in the comments. All right. Well, thank you guys. Stay safe. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye.